Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look, friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's going to be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Church Acts Podcast. If you happen to catch the last episode, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening consistently. And second, you would have heard me spell out some statistics about New Year's resolutions. Actually, you know what? Why not? Because we can do this. Let's uh, recap them. So 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions every single year. Uh, 59% of young adults have New Year's resolutions, making them the top uh, demographic to be setting goals. 48% want to exercise more. 23% quit in the first week. Only 36% make it past the first month. And then 9% of people, that's it, who make actual goals, which is already a smaller subset of people, actually end up accomplishing their goals. So we were talking about that. Yesterday, at the time this episode airs, was Valentine's Day. Very exciting. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Uh, guys and girls listening, which means that if you are listening to this either right when it airs or after Valentine's Day in any future year, and you have continued to be consistent and you push through and are still hitting and working towards your goals, you are now in the very, very, very small minority of people who have stuck with it. And that's huge. And it should give you a big dose of motivation, I believe, to know that so many have, okay, maybe this is too intense, failed. My wife would say, Terry, you're being too intense. But to know that uh, you have continued going. You have not failed. You have not quit. Not this year. This is your year to finally accomplish that goal. Of course, it goes without saying, we want to make sure that the goals that we set out to accomplish are the right ones because we don't want to hit goals just for the sake of hitting them. You know, we want them to be lined up with God's will for our lives. Uh, But all of that aside, congratulations. You are doing it. Continue on, continuing on. And before we get into what I wanted to talk about today, have you ever wondered what it was that really separates those that accomplish what they set out to accomplish from those that end up either giving up or not quite seeing things through to the end? There's this interview that uh, Robert Downing Jr. did on Oprah. He was a young actor at the time, and I believe he was in his mid-30s, but I could be wrong. And he had just been released from prison and uh, a rehabilitation, uh, rehabilitation center for drug abuse, I believe. So Oprah was talking to him about how he overcame the addiction and Mr. Downey said something quite profound in response. He said, it was easy. She's like, so how did you actually do this? He's like, it was easy. And she looked shocked and was like, like, what do you mean it was easy? And he said, it was easy to quit when I wanted to. The hard part though was to decide, was to decide. And that stayed with me. The hard part, the part at the very beginning That's to decide, you know, to make up your mind. Take saving money, for example. I've heard financial coaches use this example lots. So say your employer came up to you and said, hey, oh man, like it, it sucks, but we're mandated by the government, you know, taxes have gone up. So your pay will be a little bit less each paycheck you receive. Now, of course you wouldn't like that. At least if you were like me, I wouldn't like that. I'd be like, oh, are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? I'll drive on I'll drive on gravel. I don't need to drive on pavement anymore, right? But it might kind of make us down and out even. We may be stressed, but at the end of the day, you know that that money is coming out of your paycheck, whether we yell or cry or whatever, like it's going to happen. See, it's been pre-decided. My question then is, how in the world can so many of us go about our day-to-day lives and somehow find it impossible to save any money for anything? Doesn't make sense, right? The government can tax us and we'll never miss a payment, but then we can't pay ourselves first, of course, after God. Now, you could argue that we can't pay ourselves because the government gets their share right off the bat. That could be accurate in your circumstance, but that's kind of missing the point. The reason why in that scenario, 10 out of 10 times, we'll make the tax payment is because it's been pre-decided and things have been put in place as boundaries in the form of like an auto deduction so that we have no choice but to make the payment. And I think in a roundabout way, this kind of all ties together. Pre-deciding, the power of decision, putting things in place to make sure that we either do or, here's an interesting caveat, do not do something. These are very powerful principles. You know, when I started being extremely consistent day after day after day in my um, some of my routines that I have, I didn't wait for like January 1st. I didn't wait for it to be like a nice day outside. You know, everything's aligning or for some new gym clothes because for me, it was an exercise routine that I wanted to start building up or for, you know, a new apartment with the gym right next door to me. It was a random day, middle of a random month. The weather wasn't nice. I actually needed the money, but I looked down the road and I saw the benefit of health the extreme benefit to almost every area of my life. So I decided at that moment that I was going to start, and I did. I was talking with someone not too long ago, and just this principle of being very, very disciplined, but very consistent, and then deciding you want to do something, and then following through as well. Because some of us have the decision, like, oh, this sounds good. Like, you don't need to convince me. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then we have no follow through. So step one, we need to decide. We need to make up our mind. This is exactly what I'm going to do. And then after that, and by the way, we need to predicate that on the word of God. Then after that, we actually need to follow up because a plan without action, like that's just a wish. It's not going to happen, right? I was talking to a person and uh, they really wanted to get their finances in order. And so they started to put things in place. And uh, there was a few people, actually, one person decided to stick with it, kept going, kept going, kept going. Now down the road, those small, small little steps have paid off. And the other person, unfortunately, they were starting off really strong, but then they started to lose momentum and they they stopped uh, really just trying and being intentional. And then, you know, unfortunately, like they could still turn it around, but they're just not looking like they're in a fantastic place. See, maybe you made some goals. Maybe you saw something in yourself that you didn't want to see and wanted to make a change. And then maybe you um, gave into temptation, let's say, or stopped doing what you really badly wanted to set out to do. Listen, There's nothing magical behind this notion of a new year. Decide and start again. If you hear nothing else this entire episode, that's exactly what I want you to get. Make up your mind. This is not how I'm going to live anymore. I may have told myself this a thousand times in the past, but this time it's different because I'm deciding that no matter what comes my way, this is going to happen. And I don't know if this is bad advice or good advice, but um, anticipated being uncomfortable at first. Because you're making new routines. So you want to make a, you want to decide, you want to put things in place to then, you know, take action on it. But you want to anticipate. I guess this is kind of like a third point. You want to anticipate that things are not always going to go according to plan. It's not always going to be easy. I remember there was this one time and uh, I, like, unexpected stuff just started happening in my life. And I was trying to be consistent with a goal. But how well do you know that life is not just going to fit into this perfect little box? We're going to have to be flexible. But if you decide that, hey, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to be consistent, 
then you will. And then big things are going to happen. I was listening to this uh, productivity person and he's, he's more of a mindset person, but in a very practical, uh, productive way, which I really appreciate. And he said something very interesting. Uh, he was talking about working out this time and he said, I have this rule. So we all have days where we don't feel very good. Maybe we're physically not feeling good. Maybe we're just feeling exhausted or whatever. He said, though, to honor my discipline, if I'm not feeling great and I wake up and the alarm goes off at like 4, 5, 6 a.m., whatever it is, and I don't want to go to the gym, I'll look at that, I'll observe it and say, okay, I'm going to go regardless today, but if I'm still feeling like this tomorrow, then I'll give my body a break. I think that's actually pretty good advice because let's be honest, the majority of us, it just it creeps up into our mind. Oh, I don't want to do this. We actually probably the majority, unless like you're actually like you're sick, you're throwing up or whatever's going on, like then you probably shouldn't go to the gym. It's probably not a good idea. But for the most part, that's where uh, these little tendencies to just kind of step up the gas, you know, step off the gas rather, just just kind of do what we usually did kind of creeps in, just take it easy. But by putting this specific little thing in place, I think that's going to be huge for a lot of people. Just, okay, I might not feel like it today, okay, but I'm still going to do it today because I'm consistent. But tomorrow, if I'm still not feeling up to the task or not feeling good about it, um, and it's not just an ongoing cycle or pattern, then I'm going to listen to my body and then make uh, decisions accordingly. Here's what I wanted to really talk about today throughout all these things. How do we do the big things in life? When I say big, I don't mean big to every everyone, right? I mean to you. You know, there was someone I saw not too long ago, two people actually early uh, early in the morning in the gym and one woman was very overweight. Uh, the other was like this kid, he was like a teen, I guess, who was really underweight. And I'm sure for both of them, you know, just hitting it, getting in the gym, that was a really big deal for them. When I see that though, I want to go up to them. I want to like give them a high five and be like, bro, like you got this, you got this, like massive congratulations. See if I can help you like in any way or form, like let me know. Of course, I don't because my wife tells me that would make everyone super uncomfortable, which is true. But see, they got themselves in the environment that will create change. So this is kind of like a four step. So what I wanted to talk about, how do we do these things that we know that we need to do, but that are very big? And once again, with a disclaimer, it doesn't have to be big to your mom. It doesn't have to be big according to society. Like some people I know, uh, it's really difficult for them to even leave their house because of some anxiousness. Now, for the majority of us, we just walk outside and it's like, okay, everything's fine. But to some people, this is their big thing, even though to you and I, it might not seem like that big of a thing, right? So we have to sympathize with that. Uh, but then we have to decide, listen, I make up my mind right now that I'm going to do this. Then we need to actually work the plan. We need to take practical steps. We need to, to keep going into it. We need to make it happen. And after we've done all these things, I think that it can start to get a little bit overwhelming, right? So I see it. I've decided I'm going to do this. Okay, that's great. That kind of deals with the mind. Okay, practically, like I'm going to start working out. I'm going to move in that direction. Very quickly, you'll find that it does actually indeed get pretty difficult though, right? Just like I was talking about kind of anticipating things being not the easiest because you're developing new patterns and new habits. But regardless, keep moving forward. But then it comes down to that famous saying, like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And this is, uh, this is what I was thinking about this week when I wanted to bring this episode. I see a lot of people and they're feeling really overwhelmed because they're trying to picture a goal. They're trying to work towards it and then try to do everything at once. And that is not practical. And that is going to cause you to be discouraged because you can't compare your beginning to someone else's end or middle, right? Have you ever heard that saying before? So you need to break up what it is that you want to do in just tiny, tiny, tiny steps. And then when you do that, you will actually end up accomplishing. So 
Maybe you start to fall off uh, the wagon a little bit here in 2023. Maybe you, the first month, you know, January came and went and you were holding really strong. And then halfway through February, you're like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm starting to get really tired. My body's starting to get really tired. Hey, listen, that's totally cool. If you're working up, by the way, a lot of people find after around seven, eight weeks, their body starts to get really tired. So give yourself some rest, listen to your body, but then be right back at it and attack it and go out and accomplish all that God has for you to accomplish. How do we do the big things in life? On a very base level, we need to decide, and then we need to do the next small micro action. Keep taking these steps, step after step after step after step, saying, Holy Spirit, give me the wisdom, give me grace. You know what I even do sometimes? I might be feeling really tired. Like I have a million things on my plate, kind of like today, actually, at the time of recording this uh, podcast, which is why I apologize in advance if it's just seeming a little bit all over the place. But I also say in the morning when I wake up, when the alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable. I don't really want to get out of bed. I go, God, I pray that you give me the grace. Give me the grace, Lord God. Fill me with your grace to give me energy to actually be able to do the things that I need to do. And then I get up out of my bed. That's where, you know, faith meets action. And then I get things done. So don't give up. Don't be discouraged. We have some very good things waiting for us on the other side of just maybe a little bit more effort. Maybe it's not a huge amount. Maybe it's not this big mountain moving of a thing that we need to do. Maybe we just need to start putting little tiny micro steps of action one after the next after the next. And then we will definitely get to where we need to be. Okay, guys, God bless. And uh, without further ado, go out there, be a man and a woman of action. Later. (laughs) 